God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Well, last night, uh, the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers and Tom Brady were winning the game. Uh, and it's reported that they were ahead 31-9 to when, the, when the, the clock ran to zero. However, there's a lot of touchdowns and, and field goals still coming in. And... Uh, it's looking really like Kansas City's going to win this game by Friday. Uh, we'll know uh, probably soon, maybe in the next three days, that Kansas City is the Super Bowl champions. Uh, but right now, you know, Tom Brady's sort of saying he won. I, I, don't, I don't quite understand that because there's still a lot of touchdowns to be counted and a lot of uh, field goals to be counted. So that's what's going on there. Super Bowl, we don't really know who won uh, right now. It says on paper that Tampa Bay beat Kansas City 31-9, but I'm not buying it. Are you? I don't know. So Margot Cleveland said, just remember, just because Super Bowl is on Sunday, and this is she wrote before the game, we may not know real the real winner for days, even even weeks. After the time allotted for official scoring, referees will still have to tally all the mail-in touchdowns and so-called extra points before they officially announce a new champion. Whew! What if, imagine if we lived our life this way, huh? And, and, and then you got Mike Lindell, who's banned on everything. My pillow banned. By the way, if you want to go out and get a my pillow, use the uh, coupon code or the discount code Red State. But they banned my pillow. Now my pillow can't speak. A pillow can cannot speak. But because he came out with information that was just ironclad, I mean information not refutable, that election fraud happened, and that because the Gateway pundit had a video that they paid for, a surveillance video that showed a voting 
truck, not just any truck, but a truck with a, you know, go vote on it. Coming in to the uh, Detroit TCF Center in the middle of the night and with ballots that eyewitnesses said they saw that countered all the lies that were told by the election workers. The same election workers that were financed by Mark Zuckerberg using the machines that were financed by Mark Zuckerberg who's the owner of a social media empire that censored Republicans to the tune of about a billion dollars worth of in-kind donations to the Democrat Party to where you had mayors painting Black Lives Matter Marxists down the streets using Republican taxpayer dollars and basketball players taking a knee sucking their thumb, acting like a stupid Marxist while they put Black Lives Matter down their floorboards and expected people to show up for their games. Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous, but the amount of millions of billions of dollars that went in to the engineering of an election <clears throat> is uncanny. It's unparalleled. It's never been done before in history. But that's exactly what they needed to do. Like Lindell said, President Trump was so big of a winner. He won by such a landslide that they had to pull out all the stops. And that is where we are with this. And they expect us to roll over and die. They expect us to roll over and play dead like a possum and let them run rough shot all over our bodies and we're not going to stand there and take it that's why they're fenced in right now who's the prisoner is it you is it me no we're living our life is it donald trump who's down there in mar-a-lago right now playing golf you know it's not him he's not the prisoner he's not in a box and frankly, you know, he didn't even get paid. He, he took his paycheck and, and, and donated it. The fact is, the people that are actually imprisoned are the people that stole the election. And I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi. I'm talking about Joe Biden. I'm talking about all of their friends, Chuck Schumer, and all these people that hate America. They don't want to do the Pres Pledge of Allegiance. Did you hear about that one? They do not want to do the Pledge of Allegiance. That's disgusting. So you have to actually hold a vote that says, hey, should we, should, shouldn't we do the Pledge of Allegiance? Does anyone even give two cents about the fact that people died for our country? Does anyone care in Washington anymore? Who are they representing? Are they running their campaigns on... I'm not going to play, use the Pledge of Allegiance. It might be incendiary to certain uh, groups that hate America and therefore <clears throat> out thou. It's crazy that we live in a country where that's a debatable issue because they don't care. They don't respect the people that lay down their lives for our country. They don't care. They don't think about it. 
They never had so much as a hangnail. They got the silver spoon. They got it shoved in their mouth. They never earned a paycheck. They never paid, paid made payroll. They earned a, a paycheck through a taxpayer. They never got a paycheck that wasn't paid for by a taxpayer. I'm talking about Chuck Schumer, Jerry Nadler, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, she got tips when she was a bartender. But other than that, she's going to make a career out of milking the people for all they're worth. That liar that said that she was uh, near death. She thought she was going to die. When, in fact, um, (laughs) the chaos uh, that was ensued by the liberal infiltrators hijacking a MAGA support rally because an election was stolen from them, decided to protest. They didn't burn a, they didn't pull down a statue. They didn't burn a building. They protested peacefully. And President Trump said, peacefully, we will patriotically and peacefully protest. Those are the words that came out of the man's mouth. And somehow, Joe Biden, guess what? Joe Biden doesn't want to give that guy, Mr. Patriot, Trump, the Patriot, the guy that got us out of foreign wars, the guy that actually knows how to do foreign policy better than anybody I've ever seen. He wants to deny Donald Trump his secret, uh, secret clearance meetings, his uh, intelligence briefings. Can you believe that? I got a clip of that. It's unbelievable when you listen to this. It makes me want to take my hands and put them around the man's neck. Honestly, I cannot stand Joe Biden. I think he's just such a corrupt, corrupt person. I can't stand it, honestly. But to listen to this pompous guy get these softball interviews and ask these questions still about Trump. This guy never won the election. He didn't get all the votes that they say he got. Um, There's no way this guy got 81 million votes when he couldn't fill up three circles. Well, let me ask you then something that you do have oversight of as president. Should former President Trump still receive intelligence briefings? I think not. Why not? Because of his erratic behavior unrelated to the insurrection. I mean, you've called him an existential threat. You've called him dangerous. You've called him reckless. Yeah, I have, and I believe it. What's your worst fear if he continues to get these intelligence briefings? I'd rather not speculate out loud. I just think that there is no need for him to have that. that. See, he can't even give a straight answer to it. What, what's the reason? I'd rather not speculate out loud. That intelligence briefing. What value is giving him an intelligence briefing? What impact does he have at all, other than the fact he might slip and say something? And we will have more. Slip and say something, Joe. Slip and say something, Joe. Slip and say something. Well, it's Joe Biden that slipped and said something. Joe Biden resulted in extortion 17 because he actually said something that alluded to the location of our Delta Force SEALs. And they were ambushed. 
And a lot of people would make the argument that that ambush of extortion 17 that happened in the wake of the Osama bin Laden uh, raid was protected by Iran and Iran had extortion over the United States because of the hit job on Osama bin Laden who was supposed to be in a Pakistani house Um, but what happened really uh, with respect to that was there was this um, Chinook helicopter we had several of the um, family members who died uh, well, several several of the deceased family members on our show. We 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 we've had the guy that wrote the book on it, uh, Dan uh, Don Brown, um, uh, on on the show. Um, but uh, the the thing about that is that they say that the parts that were found related to the uh, takedown of the Chinook helicopter were being investigated out of Benghazi. And that the reason why Benghazi was set up was to um, put to sleep the evidence that was coming out related to the extortion 17. And that somehow Gaddafi was involved. And that's why they murdered Gaddafi. And Hillary laughed about it. Hillary, the darling of the left, laughed about it and said... Oh, we came, we saw, he died. They drug him through the streets like a dog. He was already compromising, uh, or not compromised, but he was making a compromised deal with the United States, Libya, with respect to nuclear weapons and weapons of mass destruction and things like that. He was cooperating. But they took him down and they put up Benghazi And they took the booty, the assets, from Libya. And they ran them on a boat outside, out of Benghazi, directly to ISIS-like groups. They used to call it ISIL then because, you know, they were trying to promote ISIL and disrespect Israel in Levant instead of in Sham. And they would do that to try to destabilize the surrounding nations. That's why they actually put Morsi to overtake Mubarak in Egypt. And now they have um, al-Sisi. And uh, Erdogan and Obama never recognized al-Sisi as the new leader because he was a civilized kind of leader relative to Morsi, the Muslim Brotherhood asset that they put into place to destabilize and hate Israel. But that that was Obama's regime. But when you listen to Biden talking just there about he might say something, well, it was Biden that said something that got, uh, was, resulted in the loss of our soldiers' lives. It was Biden that did that. And he's done more of that. You know, big effing deal is what he said about Obamacare. The guy has a mouth that can't shut up. Biden is two sheets to the wind. I mean, the guy can't even string sentences together and he thinks that Trump is the problem? Trump is the stable genius. It's Joe Biden that's on medication. 
God, it's just unbelievable that we live in a country where our liberal neighbors actually think that this guy is for real. Meanwhile, you have other people that are being taken down and destroyed. And we have these two standards of justice. We have a whole bunch of rhinos that voted to support Liz Cheney last week. And it's disgusting because they, she does not deserve it. She does not deserve that. She was censored by the voters of Wyoming. And we're going to take her down. I mean, MAGAPAC and Bugle Call, our nonprofits are up and running. Um, you can go to buglecall.org and see what we've been putting together. Um, and uh, MAGAPAC is going to be the next site we develop, we're finishing development on. But um, buglecall.org is the one we just actually got our EIN number for. But in any case, um, we're going to be financing uh, campaigns through by way of uh well we're not going to directly work with the candidates we're not allowed but um but what we are going to do is everything we can to support uh america first candidates against rhinos like liz cheney let's put it that way lisa murkowski's on our hit list uh for taking uh, primarying her out uh liz cheney's going to be primaried out in wyoming she doesn't even stand a chance and Kissinger in Illinois is going to go down. That big mouth. Uh, rhino. Uh, we're going to take them all down. We're going to make an example out of these people. And we're going to take the fight. And I'm tired of talking about it. Uh, so I put together an organization that's going to do something about it. Because talk is cheap. And I'm tired of talking. I'm, I'm going to start taking names and, you know, kicking some butt. Right? That's what we got to do. We got to do it. We got to do it. And it starts from within. We got to clean our own house before we can clean the other house. Okay? And that's what we're doing. So I want you to listen to something I heard over the weekend. I've been really wanting to play this. Um, I heard Marjorie Taylor Greene speak on Friday. And she blew me away. Honestly, this woman... To me, she's a rock star. Marjorie Taylor Greene got censored uh, for, (laughs) I don't even know what she's censored for, honestly. I don't even know what she has to apologize for. This woman is so great. She represents the new Republican Party. She loves Donald Trump. And what she says, I believe wholeheartedly. Uh, I think that the woman is just an amazing woman who's been mistreated by the Republican Party. And I want you to hear Marjorie Taylor Greene because a lot of people have not really heard what she has to say. And this is going to be a long clip. It's about 18 minutes. I know it sounds ridiculous, but we're in radio and we can do this uh, because we're going to go commercial free here. But uh, I'm telling you, this thing will blow you away. All right, so let's take a listen. Morning, where Georgia freshman Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene will be holding a briefing a day after being stripped of her committee assignments by the full House. Live coverage on C-SPAN 2. Is this on? No. Hello, hello. 
Oh, it's recording. Okay, thank, thank you for letting me know. Well, first off, thank you all for, uh, thank you for coming out here today and being willing to hear what I have to say. Um, I just want you to know that for the press, I, I truly support freedom of press. I think it's one of the things that makes our country so great. And um, I really hope that you'll be able to tell my story a little bit better instead of just reporting and repeating uh, maybe some things that you don't like about me or things that were on social media in 2018. You see, the reason why I ran for Congress is because I really don't respect what our government has become. As just an ordinary American, someone who's had to work hard all my life, someone who's been married for almost 25 years and raised three kids, and I got to tell you, my three kids are the greatest part of my life. That's the best thing I've ever done is to be a mom. I really love our country. I love our freedoms, and I sincerely want all of your children and my children and all of us to continue to have the opportunity to have the American dream. But our government is failing us. You see, we're approaching nearly $30 trillion in debt. As a successful business owner for over 20 years, if I ran my company the way this government runs and spends and wastes and puts us in debt with our own hard-earned tax dollars, I'd be out of business a long time ago and we'd be homeless on the streets. But it's much worse than that. For decades now, this government has sold out our American worker, sent our jobs overseas to foreign countries. We well, opened our borders yeah. wide open to be flooded with illegals coming into our country. Think about Kate Steinle, who was murdered on a pier in California. She died in her father's arms. Krisha Odette, her father served our country four tours, four tours in the Middle East, protecting our freedoms. When he came back home, his daughter was killed by an illegal alien in Texas. These are the things that shouldn't happen, but these are the policies that are allowed and continued. Our country has made it. Uh, this audio is uh, failing me. Oh, man, I can't believe it. Um, so what I'm going to do is... Uh, my life. Uh, let's try to and those women fix the problem. Have, I also want you to know that free speech matters. Free speech really matters. And yesterday, when the Democrats and 11 of my Republican colleagues decided to strip me of my committee assignments, education and labor and the budget committee, you know what they did? They actually stripped my district of their voice. They stripped my voters of having representation to work for them. We're going to fix it. Just um, for the budget. That. A successful business owner that knows how to make a profit, not a loss. That's what my district voted for me for. I'm a mom with three kids who has taken my children to gun-free school zones their entire time they went to school. And when I was in 11th grade at 16 years old, when Joe Biden created gun-free school zones, one of my schoolmates brought three guns to school on a school bus and a duffel bag. 
brought them into the school in the first period class because he was very upset at two. His classmates. All right. So what, what we're going to do is just I'm um, going to find a different source for that. And um, and uh, I think I think I found one. The uh, other story you're tracking there on theories spoke out after being stripped and a group of Republicans being kicked off of my committees because it'd be a waste of my time. You know who I am. Okay, I'm sorry, uh, folks. Uh, this is we're going to try to do our best. He pulled here. out his weapon, went to take control. The coach in the classroom knocked him to the floor, but he was. Like David Hogg and say, vote like David Hogg and say, vote no to gun control because we need our Second Amendment rights. We need to be able to protect our children with good guys with guns, just like the people up here protect themselves with 30,000 National Guard troops. Imagine that. They want to leave our children defenseless, but they will surround this place with a big, beautiful border wall and a whole bunch of good guys with guns. See, these are the policies that disgust me. These are the policies that disgust the American people. And these are the policies of hypocrites. You see, when the people in charge want to just spend your money and spend your money and you have no choice but to give it to them, and believe me, I've been a good taxpayer for years now, and I always will be. And then they want to send our hard-earned dollars worker. over to foreign send nations our jobs. and so-called foreign aid to fund things like border walls and bridges and schools. All right, we're going to um, switch over to another source. And uh, this this one looks pretty good. So it's it's a different venue, a different platform. Here we go. It doesn't belong to anybody else. This impeachment trial that's going to happen. Don't just get a CRM. Get Monday.com's Flex. Great. All right, hang on. Circus. It's a circus that allows media companies to get lots of clicks. All right, I can't take it, and the American people are so sick of it. You see, a record number of Americans voted for President Trump. Yes. That's why when I was in Washington, I could go from Senate tours, okay, here four we go. tours in the Middle East, protecting our freedoms when he came back home. His daughter was killed by an illegal alien in Texas. These are the things that shouldn't happen, but these are the policies that are allowed and continued. Our country has made it legal and funded with our tax dollars over 62 million abortions, murdering God's creation in the womb. That is a sin, a disgusting evil that is unfathomable. I can't even believe that it continues. But here's the thing. All of these women that have gone through that, it leaves a hole in their soul that never heals. And those women have been taught that this is the way that they should achieve. This is the way they can build a career. This is a way that they can solve the problem that they didn't want in the first place. That's a horrible lie. It's a terrible lie. As a mother and a woman who's had a successful career, I can tell you being a mom is the greatest gift of my life. I really hope that America can end the evil of abortion. I also want you to know that free speech matters. Free speech really matters. And yesterday, when the Democrats and 11 of my Republican colleagues
decided to strip me of my committee assignments, Education and Labor and the Budget Committee. You know what they did? They actually stripped my district of their voice. They stripped my voters of having representation to work for them for the budget. A successful business owner that knows how to make a profit, not a loss. That's what my district voted for me for. I'm a mom with three kids who has taken my children to gun-free school zones their entire time they went to school. And when I was in 11th grade at 16 years old, when Joe Biden created gun-free school zones, one of my schoolmates brought three guns to school on a school bus and a duffel bag, brought them into the school in the first period class because he was very upset at two of his classmates. He pulled out his weapon, went to take control. The coach in the classroom knocked him to the floor, but he was able to reach in and get another one of his guns, fired his weapon, took control of our school, and we were held hostage in our classrooms for five hours. I want you to know I know that fear that David Hogg felt. It's terrifying. It's terrifying when the only person in the building with a gun is very upset and is there to do evil. And there's no good guy with any guns to protect us. That's why when I was in Washington, I could go from Senate office to Senate office, just like David Hogg, and say, vote no to gun control because we need our Second Amendment rights. We need to be able to protect our children with good guys with guns, just like the people up here protected themselves with 30,000 National Guard troops. Imagine that. They want to leave our children defenseless, but they will surround this place with a big, beautiful border wall and a whole bunch of good guys with guns. See, these are the policies that disgust me. These are the policies that disgust the American people. And these are the policies of hypocrites. You see, when the people in charge want to just spend your money and spend your money and you have no choice but to give it to them, and believe me, I've been a good taxpayer for years now, and I always will be. And then they want to send our hard-earned dollars over to foreign nations and so-called foreign aid to fund things like border walls and bridges and schools and roads and abortion. That's wrong. Our tax dollars should stay here in America. Our tax dollars should fund our border wall, our bridges, our schools, our roads. They should help our homeless. They should help our people, our forgotten, our orphans, our foster care children. That's what our hard-earned tax dollars should be doing. Not what these people here have been doing for decades. The, those that are in charge have been here for decades. Decades. Do you know the average age of retirement? It's around 64, 65 years old in the private sector. But not here in Congress. They cling to power as long as they can because apparently it's addictive and they can't give it up. This is something that I just can't tolerate. I can't take it, and the American people are so sick of it. You see, a record number of Americans voted for President Trump. Record number of Republicans voted for President Trump. Do you want to know why? It's because they loved his policies. They loved his fight. They love the fact that for once we had a president that stood up for America, stood up for American businesses, and remembered the forgotten man. He was a president that didn't care about your skin color.
because God created us all equal, and thank God our Constitution affirms that. He was a president that wanted every single person to achieve, and that's why we supported him. That's why I've always supported him. And I want to tell you, Republican voters support him still. The party is his. It doesn't belong to anybody else. This impeachment trial that's going to happen next week is a circus. It's a circus that allows media companies to get lots of clicks, lots of views, and sell ad dollars. And you know what? That's pretty disgusting, too. Everyone here knows that he did not cause this attack on the Capitol, nor did I, nor did any Republican, but the responsibility falls squarely on those that invaded the Capitol, the ones that planned it ahead of time. Those are the people that should be held accountable. I was in the chamber, unlike AOC, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, that faked her outrage with another hoax, just another hoax that gets shared everywhere. You see, those kind of fake lies, like AOC, Representative Cori Bush telling people that I attacked her when in fact it was on video that she attacked me. This is the kind of fake outrage that is dividing our Congress along with the fake outrage on the news every single day that's dividing our people. You know what the media does? And you guys are great at it. And I'm telling you this because I want to like you. But you're doing a really good job at addicting our nation to hate teaching people to hate people like me, President Trump, and then on the right, it's the same way, teaching people to hate AOC, Ilhan Omar, Nancy Pelosi. See, it goes both ways, doesn't it? But teaching people to hate and addicting them to it is killing our country. It's causing people to no longer be friends, families to no longer talk to each other, even husband and wives getting divorced, parents not talking to their children, and the other way around. I think that's terrible, and it's shameful. When you have such a platform as you have, what do you want your legacy to be? Do you want your legacy to be the platform that destroyed our nation and caused our people to hate one another? Or would you rather be a platform that told the truth because you're given the great gift, the freedom of press, so that you can tell the truth? All right, so there's just a little break in the. Uh, <clears throat> I want to say though uh, that um, what she is saying is so true and so good for our country to hear, um, and there's more to what she has to say. But this is Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene from Georgia is a freshman sen- uh, congresswoman that was stripped. By the Republicans, by 10 Republicans voted to strip her because she spoke up about voter fraud and she spoke up in support of Donald Trump. This woman, if you listen to these words, what she's saying, I can't say them any better. And by the way, one other thing before we go back to listening to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's not reading uh, a teleprompter like Joe Biden, okay? She's speaking from her heart. So (laughs) I'm just blown away by what an amazing person this woman is. Proud of you. I wouldn't be mad at any of you. I had the greatest opportunity yesterday, and I'm so grateful for it. I got to say what I had done wrong. 
And do you know how freeing that is? I'm not kidding. It, I, I seriously feel blessed by God because I got to do it on a world stage. I got to say, I said things wrong. I believe things that were wrong. And you know what? You know, I'm, I'm so happy I got to do that. My district is thrilled with me. People are all over the country are thankful and supporting me. And for that, I'm grateful to them. None of us are perfect. And when we, when we go about our life thinking that we are, we're such hypocrites. Truthfully, we really are. If we think we're perfect and can judge one another, that's such a mistake. So going forward, I've been freed. I do. I feel freed because you know what's happening on these committees? You see, we have a basically a tyrannically controlled government right now. The Democrats. We've got Joe Biden writing executive order after executive order. Sign him, sign him, sign him. Doing whatever he wants up there in the White House. We have Nancy Pelosi leading the Democrats in Congress to do whatever they want. They don't care what Republicans have to say. They don't care about what our districts and our voters have to say. They only care about pushing their socialist agenda through. They only care about taking away our freedoms. That's not right. So if I was on a committee, I'd be wasting my time because my conservative values wouldn't be heard and neither would my districts. Right now, my Republican colleagues are being told that their white skin makes them inherently racist or that their service in, the, in our nation's military to our country defending our freedoms makes them bad and a domestic terrorist. How are we at this place? How have we come here? The few bad actions of some do not define the many. And that's the truth. They kicked me off of my committees after spending a year promoting, supporting, funding on Act Blue, BLM, defending, lying, and calling these peaceful protests when there's buildings burning in the background, and sharing bail bond links to get the criminals out of jail. Is your age so they just uh, had a little commercial break here again um, here we go they want to kick me off committees for social media posts that were conspiracy theories that's pretty hypocritical you see the American people won't forget because they're still reeling from the devastation of this past year where cities were burned people were attacked police officers still dealing with it attacked night after night they take that home with them and it hurts their families. Occupying federal buildings, taking over police precincts, so much damage, tearing down statues and monuments, erasing our history. This is what has happened. I do not condone what happened on January 6th. It was one of the scariest days of my life next to being held hostage in a gun-free school zone when one of my, one of my fellow students took it over with a gun and no one protected us. No one could. It was terrible. So I'm going to ask all of you, think about what you report. When you're on the news calling riots, peaceful protest, the American people are disgusted with you because you're lying. When you're promoting people that protect these things and want to continue it, people are sick of it. They're fed up because they lost their businesses. And they may have gotten hurt. And they're tired of being attacked because they want to wear a red hat that says, Make America Great Again or they voted for Trump and we're proud of it. 
Things have got to change. And I tell you again, I'm fine with being kicked off of my committees because it'd be a waste of my time. You know who I am. I'm a very hard worker, and I'm proud of it. So now I have a lot of free time on my hands, which means I can talk to a whole lot more people all over this country, and I can talk to more people and make connections and build a huge amount of support that I've already got started with people that want to put America first and don't care about the party lines and don't care about any of the political identities involved. And that's something that I am very excited about. So I look forward to going home and seeing people in my district. I'm thankful and overwhelmed by their support. I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to say the things that I don't believe and I shouldn't have said in the first place. And, I, and I'm really grateful to my God because he forgives me. And that's what being a Christian is all about. I have a message to other Christians in this country. Don't be lukewarm. That's not what your faith is for. Our Savior died on a cross so your sins can be forgiven. And he doesn't want you to be quiet about it. He wants you to share the gospel and share it with everyone. That being said... I'm going to let you guys go about your day. I know you got many things. Yeah, I'll take some questions. Yeah. Who who are you with? What's your name? With CNN. Okay. Did you see my did you see my speech yesterday? I how many how many stories did you report on Russian collusion conspiracy lies? No, I want to know have you apologized for Russian collusion conspiracy lies? Have you I I don't have to. I I think you heard my speech yesterday. You owe the people an apology. You lied about President Trump. You owe the people an apology. I've done mine yesterday. Okay, next next question. Very Did any hostile. of you hear my speech yesterday? Very hostile media. Yes, sir. My role is the job I got elected to do. Um, I'm going to vote very conservative, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, pro-border, pro-America, pro-American businesses, pro-economy, pro-jobs. We need to reopen this country. We need to put kids back in schools. Keeping them at home is, is killing our children. Depression is high. Suicide's high. We canceled prom, canceled graduation, canceled their lives. I'm going to be working hard on those policies, and I'm going to be holding the Republican Party accountable and pushing them to the right. Thank God for Marjorie Taylor Greene. So she's still taking questions. Unfortunately, we can't hear the questions from the reporters. However... Uh, and, and if you work in- another commercial break, but, um, you know, here's the thing. So we're going to listen to some of these because I did hear some of them and the answers are really, really good. I couldn't say it better than Marjorie Taylor Greene has said everything that she said today. I'd say there's a comparison between us and, and the fact that we really don't care what other people think about us, because I can say that for myself. I've never met her, but I assume she probably feels that way. Um, But there's a major difference in us. AOC embraces policies of socialism to what you could call communism. 
she wants to have she wants to have all the power and then the people that she claims she wants to help her policies would reduce them to poverty and they wouldn't have many freedoms left so there's a big difference than I, than us um, I support our constitution and all of our freedoms and I'll work very hard against her policies Jen A very rude and hostile uh, media core here. Well, there were 10 that, that voted for impeachment against President Trump, and they definitely paid the price they heard from Republican voters. There were 11 that voted against me yesterday, um, and that that's something that our leaders should be very upset about. Kevin McCarthy and the rest of the Republican Party is working hard on taking back the majority, and when you have Republicans in the ranks voting against one of their own, opening the door for Democrats to go after every single Republican next, that, that really is a big betrayal. And that could cost us the majority in 22. People are very angry. That's all I've heard from people all morning, furious about that. So mm-hmm. I hope that my Republican colleagues really think about what they've done. I'm sure they're going to hear from their voters at home because the base is loyal to President Trump. And the base has been very loyal to me. And they've shown me that. Yes. Tia? Oh, of course. I'm sorry for saying all those things that are wrong and offensive. And, and I sincerely mean that. And I'm, I'm happy to say that. I think it's good to say, say when we've done something wrong. So, yeah, that's, that's easy for me. Yep. Okay. Yes. Why aren't you the landlord? Okay. Yes, you. Well, um, you know, it's very interesting. You know, what we are going to do is take a caller uh, who's been waiting patiently um, here in just a second. Um, let's see how I'm going to David do David Hogg was an adult when I talked to him. I don't think any of you have realized that. <laughs> so that's interesting. Okay, so um, a caller, you've been waiting patiently um, and listening to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, welcome to the Scott Adams Show. Thank you. Hi. What, what are your comments on what you've heard from Marjorie? Her congressman. Oh well, I I heard it. I heard her the other day, and then I was listening again while you were uh, playing it. Yeah, I think she she line. did this on Friday, and I definitely yeah. agree with everything. I liked it. I like her boldness. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that she is not backing down, mm-hmm. and I she's calling out what has to be done. Calling, and what I really like is she's calling out the Republicans because they need to get behind our president trump for sure that's right and all that he did that's right um every day they're coming out with new video footage and new information about the voting machines even mark elias the person who supported uh the uh fraud in georgia and elsewhere who was behind the russian hoax so she just actually walked off the stage too so that's fine um here's the thing okay um, yeah, yeah so, i watched i i yes i did watch michael lindell uh presentation yeah and i i watched the whole thing and and that i you know he laid it out so we're going to see now with that confrontation and with the evidence what 
are we going to do? What are the Republicans going to do? Well, you know what? I, I actually have to question what the Democrats are doing because they know they well, don't that's have. Old, yes, both of them. <laughs> well, they don't. They they don't have the votes. Okay, they they have forty five senators right now that already said that the process is unconstitutional, and if you listen to Marjorie mm-hmm. Taylor Greene, who makes perfect sense. Um, nobody's at fault except for the people that premeditatedly planned the attack on the Capitol, which had nothing to do with Trump's speech. So now they're going to say that exactly. they were incited by the notion that Trump wouldn't concede and said that there was voter fraud. And so that's where the argument's going to be couched. And guess what? When well, they couch that argument, guess what's going to happen? All kinds of discovery. People are going to hear for the first time what the media has been failing to tell people, and that is the the big tech censorship, Hunter Biden's um, charades, you know, with uh, with hookers, mm-hmm. um, and his, mm-hmm. his his heroin addiction, and all of these different things that you're going to hear about that the mainstream media has been covering up, and then in addition to that, uh, the video footage. The um, uh, all the anomalies in all the different key battleground districts, you're going to hear this for the first time. Uh, not not you and me, but I mean, America is going to hear this, and a lot of a lot of people are going to hear it for the first time. I think it's going to do a disservice for the Democrats. Number one, and it's going to blow up in their face because of the z- discovery that's going to be released and revealed. But then, in addition to that, um, I almost think that this could be a play from Nancy Pelosi. And Chuck Schumer to think that maybe uh, Biden and Kamala Harris resign after this and that they actually walk into the Oval Office because Nancy Pelosi (laughs) would be third in power. Uh Well, you know, the fact that all these executive orders that he is signing day after day after day after day, that is really showing their their cards of what they really want to do and it's very offensive to uh the country what and very offensive to our uh, the jobs and the oil and being in pa i cannot believe that uh i know we didn't lose because i know they wouldn't vote against fracking in ohio they didn't uh, you know and pennsylvania i know that that we won it but besides that um I was I could I called you last month because I was in Washington. Yeah, what is your what me, is your name and where are you calling from again? Linda from PA. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So I yeah. So I talked to you last month about right. that. And, but uh, I wanted to mention one thing that uh, because of the fact that we're getting censored and and uh, oftentimes things that we put on Facebook are taken down. So we know that these platforms are all going to come down. And so what we're going to be doing here at our local township... Uh, You're in Western PA, we right? Can see the, we can see... What's that? You're in Western PA. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so what we're going to be doing is ha- going having parking lot prayer outside the townships on the night that they have their meeting or the day that they have their meeting, standing outside peacefully praying for all the leaders, uh, the officers, uh, for their safety, and we're praying for wisdom and conviction on our local leaders so they will stand up and say, hey, this law is absolutely an immoral law, such as boys being able to play on girls' 
teams, sports teams. Um, mm-hmm. That was like a breaking point. Yes. There's a lot of laws that I didn't like. I'm going to obey. But there's some that I cannot, and that's one of them. Yeah. I will have to stand up against that, and publicly stand up against that. So, but everything, uh, if everybody across the whole United States would just go to their local township once a month during the meeting and stay outside and just ask and just cry out to the Lord and, and get ourselves right with the Lord and give us boldness and, and unity in our prayers, we can change everything. Everybody well, has can. to act. The Lord. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we have the numbers. Do it across the United States. We right? have the numbers. You're right, and you're absolutely right yes. that we need to stand up and get our voices heard and take back our country. Yes, and I think, I think that's the way we can do it. You know how many? How many? I don't know how many townships are in, you know, a county, and and how many are across the United States. I would love to know how many there are, but. If there's a handful of people out there praying, seeking God's face, it will make a difference. Yeah. I know it. You're right. We're going to repent. We're going to, you know, we're going to just, we're going to support Israel, and we're going to stand with righteousness. Right. And well, and I don't call often, but uh, I do, uh, I've. I've listened to you for years, and I'm very happy with what you're doing, and I, I'm I'm glad you're expanding in the ways that you are. So thank you so much, Scott, and say hi to Lenora. Okay, <laughs> we'll do. Thank you, Linda. All right. Okay. Take you're care. Thank you. Bye-bye. You know, you know, um, uh, Linda is from Western PA. I I grew up uh, in Steubenville, Ohio, and uh, it wasn't far. Pittsburgh was the big city, and. Um, Eh, I love the people out in that area. I, I do. Uh, uh, so, in any case, um, well, that Marjorie Taylor Greene that we played today, I'm really happy we had a chance to play the whole thing, um, despite some of the technical issues and errors we had with the C-SPAN copy of that. But we went to a different platform uh, over on YouTube to get that same sound. Uh, but in any case, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Be sure to check out mypillow.com and use the red state uh, code, red state. Uh, also check out scottadamshow.com for the latest podcast. And with that, my name is Scott Adams, and uh, you're listening to The Scott Adams Show. We'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye now. Small town in Tennessee, a long way from the suits in DC, but close enough now to see this mess. Where I stand, the mound's getting steeper. They grab a shovel, dig the hole a little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to there.